Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. When's the last time you had a serious what-the-freak moment? No, I'm not talking about driving down the highway at 70 miles per hour and someone decides to defy the law of physics and try to occupy the same space you're in and you have to veer around them. No, I'm talking about a moment where there is going to be some cleanup. There's, there's going to be some fallout from this. Mine was uh, about three hours ago, whenever my washing machine decided that it was going to overflow and I had to keep it from flooding the main floor. Because I'm going to tell you, I had images of it soaking the floor and then everything getting weak and the washing machine crashing through the floor and landing in the basement. Welcome to Beautiful Weeds in My Garden of Growth, also known as Lessons Learned, Sometimes the Hard Way. Let's make it not so hard today because what we're going over is you being in situations of overwhelm, of emotional flooding, and what you need to experience to bring out the leader in you. Okay, so... um, what happened? A few days ago, my washing machine, which is pretty old, it's it's been around for a while, it started making this clicking sound whenever it was agitating. Click, 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 click. And I noticed it wasn't spinning clothes like it was supposed to because they were taking longer to dry. Looked it up online and someone had made the comment that theirs had done it for years and was still operational. <laughs> so I'm hoping for the best, right? Well, this morning, before I came into my home office to work, uh, I started a load of laundry. Now, I'm very lucky to have a main floor laundry. I live in a home that's almost 40 years old. It's small. I've asked Drew in the past, hey, can, can we see about expanding the bathroom? And he goes, yeah, move the laundry to the basement. Nope, not an option. Okay. So I've got the main floor laundry that's right next to the the bathroom and I start it, walk away and I can hear when it starts the agitation cycle because now it's going click, 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 click. But then I notice something else. The water's still running. The, 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 The basket inside is still filling. Huh? Interesting. Well, maybe it'll stop and minute or two later went, no, it's still going. I better look. And when I lifted the lid, the water was almost overflowing out of the basket. Oh, freak. Because like I said, immediately I went to, it's going to flood this part of the house. Everything's going to get weak and the washer and dryer is going to crash into the basement below. Okay. That is not the way I want to get an updated laundry room and bathroom. 
Drew and I are going to be doing that DIY project, what we can do this winter. Not time to start it yet. Okay. So the first thing I do is I unplug the washing machine. It didn't work. It still kept filling. Okay. So right behind the washing machine are the hot and cold valves. They've not been used for years. I try to turn them off. They're frozen in place. Okay, now we got water lapping at the top, right? So I ran into the kitchen. I got a pot, the kind that you would maybe like boil eggs in. <laughs> I am now bailing as fast as I can, getting water out of the tub, into the sink in the bathroom, out of the tub, into the sink in the bathroom. It is still filling. And I'm like, okay, what do I do? How do I cancel my clients for today? How do I, it's, it, you know, Whenever you're in a crisis moment, it's interesting to see how the brain performs. Yes, I'm going to get to all of this in your leadership skills in a moment. Tell them my story. Okay. Well, whenever I had gone in to check on the washing machine, I had my phone in my hand that I put on top of the dryer. So that way I was able to call out, tell my phone to call Drew from where he was so he could get home. By the time he got home about 10 minutes later... It had finally stopped. I'm still bailing because now I know we got to get the water out of it, right? And um, he then took, he, he turned it off. He plugged it back in. He advanced the knob to the drain cycle and uh, started emptying the tub that way. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what does all of this have to do with you and your leadership skills Whenever you're faced with a serious moment and you're going, uh, what am I going to do? Well, number one, when you're in those WTF moments, your brain goes to fight, flight, or freeze. Now, as a leader, which you typically are because you follow me and that's what I work with as leaders, I know what you're going to do. You're not going to freeze you're going to fight. You're going to try to find a way to get through this situation right then and there. That is excellent because the only reason why you fight when you're faced with the three faces of fear is because you think you can overcome it. You think you can get through it. You're finding ways to continue to move forward. Uh, you will flee whenever you think... you. The, you don't have the capabilities. And every once in a while, I will work with someone in a leadership capacity, which this, this is where they are because they've gotten so overwhelmed with their lack of resourcefulness to be able to get through. So fight is typically what you're going to go to. You will go to flee um, because... Yeah, you, it's the same thing. It can be that health diagnosis. It can be uh, finding out, uh, to, I'm just going through what some of my clients have gone through. Uh, somebody found that they were embezzled. Um, somebody got a health diagnosis out of the clear blue, had no support system on it. Um, it was the the partner asking them for a divorce out of the clear blue. They really did miss it. So out of the fight, flight, or freeze, you will typically as a leader fight it 
because you think you can overcome it. Every once in a while, you'll, you'll go to try to flee from it. Here's where the challenge comes in afterwards. If you are a leader, after you've gotten through the challenge, everybody else is going, wow, the, the crisis has been averted. Whew, that's when you freeze. That's when you lock up. That, that's when you're like, I do not know what to do. And it's not for lack of resourcefulness. It's for lack of resources. This is when you need someone in your life to be able to talk you off the ledge. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably not going to be a friend. Because friends are going to agree with you. Friends are going to go, oh my gosh, yeah, you that, that was so phenomenal. Or maybe they'll try to give you assistance. Maybe um, you should have done this. You need validation at this point. That's the hardest thing for a leader. You know, a, a leader brings certainty to an environment where there isn't any. That's the very first thing a leader does, which is the reason why you were in that WTF moment fighting the way you were, because you bring certainty. Then after you bring certainty, that there will be levels of freedom. People realize they have choices with you. After those choices is worthiness. You're building those people up. And then the last one is validation. Validation is when you're bringing out their levels of leader. And the reason why you can activate that is through mirror neurons that will fire off because you're already embodying what those other people want to experience. And so they're picking it up off of you. Who are you picking it up off of? This is one of the hardest things for a leader to experience is that validation, which is the reason why I do not use just hypnosis when I work with my clients. I also use coaching, rapid results coaching. We have to put together a plan, a strategy that has tactics, KPIs, key performance indicators, those milestones, and the ability for you to be able to refine it as you move along. Because we know whatever plan we put together is going to fail 80% of the time. We got to focus on the 20% that's right for you. So the very first thing you need to look at after your WTF moment, you are going to freeze. And this is when you need validation. Someone who's going to be able to experience you and your story and then be able to mirror back the leader that you are. Step number two. This is when we move into www.ebi. I do not know who was the brilliant person that came up with this. I came across it some years ago. I use it with all of my coaching clients. What went well, even better if. And when you've hit a WTF moment, what you're typically going to do is say, what went well that was out of your control? Whew. Well, at least the uh, washing machine trying to flood was on the main floor. Mm -mm. Now, I need you as a leader to be looking at what went well that was within your capacity. What did you do correctly? Most people want to assign luck to something outside of them. Luck comes to a well-prepared mind. I want to know what you utilized, what capacities that you had, strengths, talents, and abilities to get through that situation, to fight it. What went well? 
And then after that, you can do even better if. Most people want to go, oh, well, I should have done this. I should have done that. Then you turn on your brain that the next time it's in a situation, not to do things better. Mm -mm. You look at everything you'll regret because you didn't do it because that's how you're pro pro programming yourself get it out there in just a minute, whenever you're in a highly suggestible state. Hypnosis simply means a state of heightened suggestibility. When are you suggestible? When you're in emotional states. The more intense the emotion, the more intense the suggestions will stick with you, which is the reason why I use hypnosis, placing my clients in a profound state of relaxation so they can relax into success. When are, because the suggestions that you'll accept will be predetermined by the emotional state you're in. This is the reason why you cannot go up to someone, cannot go up to a woman who's in a highly agitated state and tell her to calm down. Oh, she will tell you exactly what you need to be doing with it. No, you need to work with that agitation. You need to validate the leader. And go, you know what? There's a good chance you're right to be this upset. What's going on? And then you lead them through it. It's what I've been trained in. It's what I've been doing the last 16 years. Okay. So even better if only comes about after you celebrate what you did well. Because now you're open to suggestions for leadership of what you're going to do the next time. Time that is going to assist you faster, quicker, and easier. You can't go right into the even better if when you're freezing, because then all you're doing is telling your mind, oh, let's freeze the next time that comes up. And some of you are having ahas right now going, oh, now I know why I have such a challenge whenever I get into these crisis moments. It's because you inadvertently programmed and conditioned yourself to freeze in those moments. Here's the great news. Anything that has been conditioned can be reconditioned. Anything that has been learned can be relearned. Okay. And then step number three, how far you will get in life is not dependent upon how nice you are, how good of a person. Yeah, you're really there to help others. No, that's quality of life. That is not progress. How far you get into life, the progress you make is dependent upon you bringing yourself as a leader to the situation by creating certainty in the environment. And if you cannot create the certainty, reaching out to someone who can assist you with that certainty. So let's talk about the three levels of leadership. But first, I'm going to pause for a moment, taking a sip of my coffee. That's for those of you who are getting this on the podcast replay. Okay. We have three levels of leadership. We have the employee, we have the manager, we have the leader. This just doesn't show up in the corporate environment. This shows up in all of our relationships. So you have the employee. The employee who looks for structure. 
systems needs to be told what to do. They're very happy whenever you go, okay, here's the plan. Here's how you work the plan. Here's how I'm going to evaluate the plan. By the way, not everybody is a leader in life. You've already figured this out. For me, it took quite some time for me to understand. And it caused a lot of conflict because I kept saying, why don't people respond to situations like I do? I don't get it. That's because leaders have a different set of values. They have certainty, freedom, worthiness, and validation in that order. Other people, if they're an employee, they're just looking for certainty. So as a leader, you can have a conflict of values and every single disagreement comes down to a conflict in values. You can have a conflict in values because you think that they should be able to do what you do. No, only three to 20% of people are leaders. Okay. So begin to understand some of the people in your life are going to come to you from an employee mindset. You're not there to take them into leadership. You're there to create the certainty with the structures and systems that they need to have for them to be able to follow, to have a life well lived. Okay. So you have the employee, then you have managers. I want you to think of managers in corporate a little differently. They don't manage people. They manage emotional states. That's what a manager does, tries to get everybody all fired up to work together as a group on the project. Or now we've got people bickering, trying to settle those emotional states. So managers don't manage people. They manage emotional states. These are the people that you come across in life that want everybody just to feel good. Everybody needs to be positive. Let's look at the, the bright side. No, you know what? Life is hard. And when you decide to be a leader, you're going to have to go into depths, into that dark value, valley you would rather avoid so you can claim those shadow pieces of yourself because if you don't, that's what's going to sabotage you whenever you're trying to get to the peak up on the mountain. Okay, emotional managers. They just want everybody to feel good. Emotional managers are the ones that are going to be putting together a system. And then making sure that the employees follow the system. Are they going by the KPIs, the key performance indicators? And then you have leaders. Oh, by the way, emotional managers are going to be at the level of freedom, giving people choices, as well as some pieces of worthiness. And then the leader. So the leader is going to find the way through no matter what. They're going to fight until they make it happen. But when they do, they make life better for everybody else. They don't look at tearing down structures you know, I talked about that before, the itty-bitty, shitty committee that wants to tear everything down or the ivory tower, you haven't pulled yourself up enough, you can do this uh, group being pit against each other. That's not what a leader does. A leader says, let me embody the skills as far as, yes, we're going to take this on because we can get through it. 
there are some things, some fights I'm not going to take on because they're not mine. I'm going to flee from them. If I engage in them, they're going to pull me away from other areas that I be should be looking at. And a leader also knows when they freeze and that they need assistance. They're okay with asking for help. If you're not okay asking for help, you're stuck at the emotional manager level. Because you just want everybody to feel good. And if they would just go along with what you say, the world would be okay. No, it's not about them. It's about you. Maybe they don't want to be managed by you. Okay. So how far you are going to get in life is going to be dependent upon the validation that you experience as a leader. Where you are working with someone who's going to assist you in pulling out those strengths, talents, and abilities and helping you to recoup after those WTF moments. So the washing machine is beginning to flood. What am I going to do? I am going to act as an employee and go, turn it off, unplug it, try to shut everything down. Okay, now I'm going to act as a manager. I'm just going to try to keep it from flooding. I don't want it to get any worse as I'm bailing it out. I can't go into leadership. I can't take it any further. I need assistance. And that's when I reached out to Drew and said, you need to come home. The washing machine is flooding. What about you? Where do you need assistance? Where do you need someone who is going to be able to take a look at what you're going through and go, okay, yeah, these are the places where you do need to act as an employee and there needs to be structures and systems. Yeah, this is emotional manager stuff um, when you're working with someone else. Don't expect them to go any higher. And these are the areas where you need to lead. This, this is what you're truly supposed to be stepping into. All right. So what is it, if this makes sense and you're like, you know what, I need to work with someone on this, then this is what I want you to do. Reach out to me and ask for a consult. So you're going to text the word consult and you're going to text on D-A-W-N. And you're going to text that to 636-699-7791. You do that, and I'll give you a couple of times that I have available. I will tell you that um, as a leader, you're going to understand if you might have to wait for a couple of days before. Uh, typically, there's a 48-hour waiting period before I'm going to be able to get you in and talk to you. Now, if you want to talk to one of my associates, you can go to the website canhypnosishelpyou.com. I might be the one to talk to you. Uh, it might be one of my other associates that talks to you. But if you want to talk to me direct, then just consult Dawn to 636-699-7791, and I'll typically be able to get you in within 48 hours. We'll I'll give you a couple of options on times. Oh, also let me know what time zone you're in, please. And for those of you in Australia, <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for, for working with me a little bit earlier in your day and a little bit later because there is such an extreme time difference between the two of us. Okay. If you want to be able to do this for others, if you're a leader and you're like, you know what? 
I'm already a coach. I'm already a therapist. I'm already in the healing industry. Or if you're a lay person like what I was and you're like, this is what I want to be able to do for others. Go to my website is ch for you.com and see if maybe you should train with me to become a certified hypnotist. But let's get working on you first. And that's when we're going to have a no charge consult to where I'm going to hear what you've got going on. I'm going to give you at least one suggestion you can be able to use rapidly to move back into leadership because I already know you're freezing. You're freezing an employee. You're freezing a manager. I'm going to give you a suggestion on what you can do to get back into leadership and then we'll discuss whether or not hypnosis might be a fit for you on this or maybe if we should just coach on, on you being able to move forward. Okay, so let's wrap things up with your three steps. Fight, flight, or freeze. You will freeze after the situation is over with. You need someone to to help you walk through this. Step number two, what went well, even better if. Do not try to do even better if until you've already looked at what you did that was phenomenal and moving yourself out of it. Step number three, how far you get is dependent upon your resourcefulness of bringing out validation as a leader. And that takes us to step number one. You get that by working with someone who will mirror back what you already possess. I look forward to working with you and hearing about your success. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then give us a rating and let others know that they should be listening to it too. Thanks so much. What I've been sharing with you is part of your time to thrive. See, we can get stuck in a healing process, but what's beyond the healing Well, there's growth, and then there's goals, and then there's vision. And Your Time to Thrive is a very special membership where you access a course or a live event with me every single month that is going to teach you this process. So that way you're not dependent upon someone else for your progress. Instead, you're empowered to be able to make upgrades on your own. And then whenever you hit a block that just seems to be too much for you to get over, that's when you bring in someone for assistance. So this membership is only open for the next few days. Go to dawnlandrum.com and you'll see all the details when you click on the tab that says Time to Thrive.